Hey, good morning, New Life. My name is Lance Yarborough, and uh, I get to work with techs with our awesome middle school students, and I also partner with Pastor Zach with our Men's Connection team. And this morning, I have the privilege to bring you our daily devotional. Uh, these devotionals are covering that week leading up to Christ's crucifixion. And uh, on Saturday, Pastor John talked about the parable of the ten virgins and really the, the emphasis that that gives us uh, really on being ready for Christ's return at any point. If you haven't seen that, I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that, watch that, um, because the verse that I'm talking about is following right on the heels of that. So you kind of need to have that perspective, really, as you look at this passage. Um, but let's take a look at it. We're going to be looking at the parable of the talents in Matthew 25, verses 14 through 30. And this is Jesus speaking, and he says, For it will be like a man going on a journey. The it that he's talking about here is really the kingdom of God. He says, For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted to them his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded with him, and he made five talents more. So also he who had the two talents made two talents more. But he who who had received the one talent went and dug in the ground and hid his master's money. Now after a long time, the master of these servants came and settled accounts with them. And he who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five talents more, saying, Master, you delivered to me five talents. Here I have made five talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. And he also who had the two talents came forward, saying, Master, you delivered to me two talents. Here I have made two talents more. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. He also who had received the one talent came forward, saying, Master, I knew you to be a hard man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you scattered no seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master answered him, You wicked and slothful servant. You knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I scattered no seed. Then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and at my coming I should have received what was my own with interest. So take the talent from him and give it to him who has the ten talents. For to every one who has will more be given, and he will, be, he will have an abundance. But from the one who has not, even what he has will be taken away. And cast the worthless servant into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And that one on a really high note. So, uh, let's dig into this just a little bit. For a frame of reference, uh, a talent that they're referring to here was a unit of measure of money that really equated to about 20 years worth of wages. So not a small amount of money. And what's interesting is the master distributed those talents according to the abilities of his servants. To the servant who had a very high level of ability, he gave five talents. To what we'll say is an average ability, he gave two. And then a marginal uh, ability, he still entrusted a single talent. Uh, In reality, these talents represent the opportunities that God gives us to use our gifts and our abilities uh, to serve him. Uh, 
And, and in all honesty, God gives us various talents and, and he gives them according to our abilities. Now, in this case, he didn't give the five talents to the servant who had minimal ability. Had he done that, that would have probably destroyed that guy just with a burden. Um, as we saw, he could barely do anything with the single talent that he received. Um, but, but God takes care of us in that way. Uh, in, act, in fact, this passage reminds me of Ephesians uh, chapter 2, verse 10. And in that, Paul is saying, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. And, and that's just a reminder that God has given us talents and he has prepared work for us to do. Um, now, we read that the faithful servants put their talents to work for the Lord, for their master. But the unfaithful servant hid his talent in the ground instead of actually using it. Now, I don't think he purposely did evil by doing that. But by doing nothing, he really was robbing his master uh, of service and increase. The faithful servants, it's interesting to see, both received the same commendation and the same proportion, doubling, of their talents as a reward for their service. The master wasn't more impressed with the man who had 10 talents than he was with the man who only had four. Um, They were both equal in his eyes, and they received the same promotion recognition for their service. Now, as we look back at the unfaithful servant, uh, we see that he was afraid he might fail, so afraid that he didn't try to succeed. And that really was his ultimate failure. He feared the responsibilities of life. He was paralyzed by anxiety. And that may resonate with a few people right now with the COVID-19 outbreak going on. But, but keep listening here. Right? There, there was really no risk if he'd simply put the money in the bank to earn interest. But he didn't even do that. He was that paralyzed. Now, it's also possible that the, the one-talent man um, thought that his single talent wasn't very important despite the fact that we know it was a large sum of money. I mean, after all, he didn't get the five talents or even the two talents. So why should anyone else or him really care about that single talent? But the real answer is it was because he was appointed as a steward by his master. Now, had he simply increased that single talent to two, then it would have brought his master glory and and he would have received that same commendation and that same reward um, as the other servants. But instead, he actually lost the talent. It was given to the faithful servant who had 10, now 11 talents. And, and in this, really there's a warning to us that the things that we do not use for our master, we run the risk of losing. So if you look back at this passage, you and I are living between verses 18 and 19. God has given us our time, our talents, our treasures, and he expects us to put those to use for him, for his increase. He wants us to be faithful and not worry about how much we have compared to other people. That doesn't matter to him, and we shouldn't be paralyzed by fear or anxiety. We need to use the opportunities that we have to glorify God, to increase the return for our master. So the question I have for you, what are the talents that God has given you? Do you know? Some may actually surprise you, 
Some may be more obvious than others. Now, you may think you're a one-talent servant or even a no-talent Christian, but rest assured that God has given you gifts and abilities whether you realize them or not. Maybe you need to spend time talking to your spouse or a good friend. Or even better, spend some time in prayer and meditation allowing God to show you what the gifts that he has given you are. And then once you understand what those gifts are, get to work. Right? It's important to understand that it's not the size of the increase that matters, but more the effort that we put into it. We're not trying to earn our salvation here, but we want to bring glory to God, and he expects us to do that. Had the unfaithful servant simply put his money in the bank, then he would have received a commendation instead of a condemnation. And if we faithfully strive to put our time, talents, and treasures to use, then we too will hear the blessed words from Jesus. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your master. So as you're dealing with the circumstances of social distancing, look for opportunities to put your talents to work. It may require some creative thinking uh, outside the box to, to really be able to do that well. But it'll be very much worth it in the end. So, God bless you all. I pray that uh, in the midst of whatever's going on in your life, God will bring you peace, um, but also he will show you the opportunities that he has set before you. God bless.